Get ready for your weekly dose of tips, tactics, and insights on how to turbocharge your marketing. You are listening to Smart Marketing with your hosts, Justin Lester and Jason Bagley. Jason? Justin, how you doing, my man? I'm cool, man. How's it going? Very good, very good. Cool. Today's show, we're going to talk about how to get the most out of your CRM. So in episode 12, we spoke about what is a CRM and what you can use it for. That's like the part one of this part two series. Yeah, we're getting like I know. next level yeah, <laughs> this podcast, my man. But today, talking about the, how to get the most out of CRM. So we're definitely getting into more advanced CRM tactics. Let's put it that way. So I'm going to kick things off here and talk about a weighted pipeline. So what that is, is if you're fig- you need to figure out how much sales you need to do in your business every single month, right? So you need some sort of a goal, with the, the, that sort of goal. What you then need to be doing is looking at your pipeline. So if I, and I'm going to give you an example of mine. I've got qualified as a, as a, a stage, had meeting, proposal sent, and negotiation, okay? And you weight those based on the probability of you closing a deal. So when, if I look at it in mind, qualified, I've put that as 0% because I put all our leads in there, right? So a very low percentage. Normally, it could be 1 or 2 or 3 or 5% at the most. You wouldn't want to go higher than that, but ours is 0 If I had a meeting, I'm saying I'm going to close 10% of sales, so I got 10%. Proposal sent, I'm saying 25%, so I closed, let's say, 1 in 4. And negotiation, quite high, 1 in 2, 50%. Okay. Now, if I look at the value of that entire pipeline, you normally want to use a a figure of 1.2 times whatever the percentages of those deals. So as an example, let's say I've got got $10,000 sitting in negotiation of two deals, 5,000, 5,000. That means 5,000 of it, because it's 50%, 5,000 of that is going towards my weighted pipeline. Okay. And I need to hit 1.2x. So if my monthly goal is $100,000 in sales, okay, I need to make sure I have $120,000 sitting in active deals in my pipeline. That's what a weighted pipeline is. Mm. Now, obviously, yes, you're going to make some sales and not, but that's a very good starting point to start tracking what a weighted pipeline is. And that is what a sales CRM or a CRM is great for. Yeah, so we so we actually use two pipelines. Mm-hmm. One which is a sort of what we call a, a, an MQL, which is when a lead comes in, are they, they're not necessarily a sales qualified lead. Mm-hmm. So it might be that the lead doesn't qualify and maybe we refer it on to a partner, et cetera. And then we'll want to track that lead from there to see if they convert and then obviously look at how we work with the partners to, to monetize that. And then we have our main pipeline, which is once a lead is qualified, then it goes through deal stages, qualified, appointment accepted, Q&A, which is the brief submitted to the team, the proposal sent, the proposal's accepted, um, contract sent, closed one, closed lost. That That's actually our deal stages. And what we do is we also, we set a percentage to each deal stage. Obviously, if it's, mm-hmm. you know, contract's been sent, it's probably like a 90% chance or 95% chance it's going to close. And then our CRM automatically calculates uh, what the, the forecast would be. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty. So, so that's quite powerful. Um one other you can also do is quite useful is to use a CRM. And we were actually struggling with a couple of months ago and figured out, ah, we can actually use a sales CRM for this, which is tracking your, just tracking your current clients, tracking like churn, and then just recurring sales. So we've got now a separate pipeline that has you know, a list of all our current clients that we're working with. 
some clients might be ending, so then we at least know, or we know when their contracts are coming up for renewal. That's quite important. So we put them into different then pipelines there so that our team is aware and we're not letting any of these clients like slip through the cracks and forget to go back to them to say, hey, your contract's up, Can we? are we going to renew or whatever the story is. So that's also quite powerful. Oh, from that a, is really, actually, that's a really clever way to use it as well. Yeah, totally. Mm. I mean, sure, it's easy to track you know, 10, 15, 20 clients, but wait mm. till you have like a lot more. Like even at, mm. tw- like even at 20 clients, it gets tricky like, Mm. One month, these three are need to renew, or some are, they are genuinely ending. Like you mm. need to make sure that you close off some of the accounts that you're paying for and things like that. Sure. And it's a great way to notify people what's happening. It's a great way to com- from a communication point of view in your team to see what's active and what's coming to an end. So, yeah, we use that for recurring sales. And then, uh, obviously, one of the other key areas is setting closing dates. So, if you know let's say for instance, our sales uh, cycle is 35 days from when a lead is qualified to when it closes. So whenever you get a lead come in, you set your closing date, let's say 35 days in advance, then what the system does is it starts to forecast again back, you know, based on those waiting percentages, the deal value, and it can kind of go, okay, well, you know, if if something's in the if something's in, um, let's say stage one, and stage one has a 10% likelihood of closing, and it's $100,000, that means that you're likely going to close uh, $10,000 in mm-hmm. revenue by 35 days from now. So it can, it can exactly. it's actually pretty accurate. Mm. And it really, really helps. But also using those closing dates for the conversations you're having. Like obviously, you know, when it gets to the end of the year, October, November, people are like, oh, yeah, we'll chat, you know, get this sorted in the new year. Well, then change that closing date mm. to the end of January because then you know that's when you're going to be following up with them. And that's great then for forecasting to see how many deals are in your pipeline for January, as an example. Yeah, I mean, the the, the next one, sorry, I, mm-hmm. I really, really want to talk about this next one. Because this, this for me is like the game changer. And that's your most profitable channels. The biggest thing that we see or one of the biggest problems that we have is that especially in the B2B space when, you know, it's easy when you've got an e-commerce store to track how much, let's say, you got through paid Google ads and and how much uh, revenue you generated. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it's B2B and it goes offline, you lose that. And what this does, CRMs essentially help you to do is track that back to where the market, where did that lead come from? What was the marketing channel? And then Mm -hmm. it gives you a dashboard and you can go, cool, well, you know what that lead that came in through organic search three months ago on this particular page, et cetera, it generated X amount of revenue. So now you can start being a lot more uh, clever with the way you spend your, your marketing budgets um, and get a better return on investment. So yeah, that was like a big game changer for us. That's, yeah, so for us, like obviously, some examples of that that we ours are slightly more simple because we don't really have a you know search is not something big that we've we need to get on that, Justin. But until we do um, things like so, we track things like obviously referrals. I mean that's that's quite useful. But are, are these outbound clients? So they're out. So we've actually just cold emailed them and got them as clients. Some are referrals from our current clients, so we want to track that. Some of them are from you know PPC, so we want to track that direct from our website. So those are key. Then we can start, like you said, track exactly how much those or, are worth. Or specific, or specific email campaigns that you might be running, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, like that lists, too, etc. So yeah. no, super, super useful like that. Yeah, next one. Yeah, next one. So if you've got a multiple salespeople in your team, you're going to need a CRM to track how well they're doing. It's pretty straightforward to do that. Put their goals in in terms of obviously when a new sales guy comes on board in your team, you know, his first two to three months, probably not going to close a single thing. So you've got to understand that his goals aren't huge when he starts and you ramp those up. But at least there's a great way for you to track, to look at their 
um, pi their pipeline, how well they're doing in closing sales, what are they forecasting doing? Because it's for them to tell you, oh, yeah, no, definitely closing $100,000 in the next two, three months. But their pipeline doesn't say that. Yeah. Well, somebody's lying or someone's <laughs> not doing their work. And sure. the best way for you to keep track of them is in your pipeline. So that's sort of a really great uh, use of a CRM. Yeah, it's like trying to foresee problems before they become problems. Exactly. Right? So exactly. more like being able to support the guys. But yeah. And then, you know, last contacted. When was someone last contacted? And I th this also ties in back to the previous episode where we spoke that's about right. doing workflows and sequences. Mm. You know, if someone hasn't been contacted, uh, you know, in the last sort of three, six months, you mm. know, you've got that transparency. Um, if you were doing it correctly, though, you'd set up a sequence for six months from now to contact them. Yeah. Or we've, we've also, what we sometimes use that for is in terms of our uh, recurring sales pipeline is when, it, when we haven't had a, that client for like, let's say, 18, 12 to 18 months to go back to them to see, you know, have things changed at the company, mm. um, you know, those type of things. So that's also quite useful in terms of last contacted. Sure, yeah, we, um, use, we use the workflows for that. It ah, literally is okay. when it goes out that says, hey, how's it going? XYZ pulls in the customer name. Yes. Just want to check to see if anything's changed in the company. You're literally, so smart, literally that. Like, well, no, Google's smart. Uh, okay, I'm pretty cool. sure you actually gave me the template. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> You've written a lot of calls. So, so thanks, Matt. Okay, I'll take credit then. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool that's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Um, you know you know the drill. Five stars on iTunes. That's all we're asking for. Just asking for that. Yeah, not the world, guys. Just, just, five, stars. just five stars on iTunes. That's all. That's all we're asking for. Cool. Uh, see you guys in the next one. Laters. Peace. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Smart Marketing. Be sure to review, rate, and subscribe to keep up to date with the latest marketing tips, insights, and tactics to help make your marketing a success.